0: Hello, this is Donovan Ocio, the general manager of the TDA Perks program, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase. This podcast is brought to you by the TDA Perks program and Bank of America Practice Solutions. TDA Perks provides TDA members access to good products at good prices, outstanding discounts and real customer service, and it brings you need-to-know information to help you and your practice succeed. When you acquire a practice, you'll quickly realize you've become Chief Executive Officer, Chief Financial Officer, Human Resource Director, and the Lead Clinical Director. With an established practice, you'll need to adapt to wearing multiple hats and adjust to your new environment while focusing on maintaining and growing your patient base. In this podcast, you'll learn a few things to keep in mind when you consider the purchase of an existing dental practice. An existing practice offers instant cash flow. Unlike a startup practice, an established one has an existing patient base and an existing cash flow. This instantly enables you to support the practice debt load, including your new loan payment, salary, and personal expenses. Lenders usually look for the practice and doctor's personal income to cash flow at a ratio of 1.2%. That means the practice is expected to generate $1.20 in revenue or collections for every $1 spent between the practice and doctor's personal expenses. Lenders determine cash flow in much the same way but there are variables like allowable expenses. For example, let's say a seller has a $5,000 charitable contribution that was being paid out of the practice. The buyer decides she doesn't want to continue contributing at that level or the seller was writing off $10,000 per year in entertainment expenses and the buyer may not see the need to entertain at the same level. By reducing these types of expenses a lender may add back the expense into practices profitability which results in a higher cash flow. Your lender can help you understand the most accurate cash flow and other important metrics of your practice as you move forward. You'll need a network of trusted advisors Chances are you started associating soon after you passed your boards. During this time, you likely started conversations with industry experts about the possibility of acquiring a practice. You should not acquire a practice without the input of one or more of these key advisors. Practice transition consultant or broker. Dental practices can be sold directly by the owner or through a business broker who may have multiple buyers waiting for the right practice to come along. Although the broker represents the seller, it's his or her job to make sure there's synergy between the buyer and the seller and that the transition is as seamless as possible. With every transaction, the broker's reputation is at stake, which means they've vetted their listings, done their own appraisal, and established a fair selling price with the seller. To understand the current market in your area, be sure to speak with multiple brokers and look at a variety of practices. A dental specific CPA. There are many CPAs who'd like to earn your business. Maybe you have one you trust, but you're encouraged to have a conversation with a CPA who works with at least 25 dental clients. A CPA with dental expertise will provide valuable industry perspective, but also advice on the best tax strategy regarding allocations of the selling practice, best practices from existing clients, expense averages, and a cost analysis on hiring and equipment acquisitions. A strong dental CPA can become a lifelong advisor and planner for your professional and personal financial goals. A dental-specific attorney The practice broker will represent the seller. You need to find a reliable source to represent you, the buyer, during the transaction. Your dental attorney should be at least engaged in the terms of the buy-sell agreement, office lease negotiations, non-compete covenants, establishing your corporation, and lender requirements. A specialist attorney will have a niche among many dentists and typically provides the best advice at a package price. Dental Specific Lender As with dental specialty advisors, dental specific lenders exist and are experienced with your needs. Most dentists will first approach their local bank to fund their practice loan. Though this is an option, local banks are often generalists and collateral lenders that see little value in the goodwill aspect of the practice. They'll demand a shorter term three to five years, which provides you with little or no flexibility to grow the practice with new technology or remodeling. Consider the term of your practice loan. A longer term is preferable to minimize the impact on your cash flow and risk inherent in patient attrition during the first year of practice. You should plan on keeping your loan for a minimum of five years, so consider one with flexible prepayment options. These vary from lender to lender and are less important in the earlier years of practice ownership. Prepaying your loan or making additional principal payments may be possible as you grow your practice and increase your cash flow. If you prefer, loans with the first 6 to 12 months of interest only payments are available. Interest rates can be fixed for the term or adjustable with prime or other rate indices. Although your payment may be lower with an adjustable rate, rates will eventually rise so your best solution is to lock in a strong fixed rate today for the next 7 to 15 years. Let's consider the advantages of buying a practice and the risk involved. Buying a practice has its advantages like having an established patient base and patient flow, cash flow, having established insurance relationships, also familiar staff members that are the face of the practice and have a good rapport with patients. This means you may need to retain the staff at least the first year. And buying a practice, of course, means patient retention. The practice broker should walk you through the best transition strategy and will help you with an introduction letter. Ideally, the seller should write this letter if you haven't previously worked in the practice. Buying an existing dental practice is low risk, but not without risk. Patients loyal to the former owner may look for another dentist. Existing staff may be paid very well based on tenure, but you might feel they're overpaid based on their skill level. The staff might not bond with you and leave. Or the equipment and office might be outdated and updating would require an additional cash investment. Something else to keep in mind is the practice's philosophy. The more you know about this big investment, the better. Your due diligence will prove crucial to a successful transition. All your beliefs and experience will need to be evaluated. When you're considering which practice is right for you, ask yourself, does this practice match your professional vision and will it continue to? Do you and the seller practice the same quality of care? Does its type of dentistry align with your vision? Is it fee-for-service? What is the percentage of the practice capitation? What is the percentage of PPO patients? The ratio of cosmetic or restorative dentistry versus hygiene? How much business is referred out to specialists? And can you perform the specialty care if it's been kept in-house? There are different types of acquisitions. Your options include 100% buyout, associate with the option to buy, and room to expand. 100% buyout means you purchase 100% of the practice from the seller who may exit right after the sale or stay for a time to transition the practice. With a buy-in type of sale, you'd buy in for 25-50% to and buy the rest of the practice when the seller decides to retire. With associate with the option to buy, a practice owner may see the value in retaining a quality associate and offer a future option to purchase. In these cases, before you sign, consult on the details of such an agreement with one of your advisors. And then there's the room to expand option. If this will be your first practice and you're ready to conquer the world, do you have the room to expand if production meets your ambition? If not, a future alternative site may be an option as you start taking your practice to the next level. There's often a difference between what a seller believes his or her practice is worth and what the buyer feels it's worth. While there are several methods used to value practices, the market value, meaning what a buyer is willing to pay, is the most common. Practices usually sell for 70-90% to of last year's revenue, while specialty practices may sell for less, due to possible volatility with the practice's referral sources. Put yourself in the seller's seat for a moment. Imagine you've owned this practice for the past 20 to 30 years. It was your livelihood and key connection to the community. You have patients who are the children or even grandchildren of your patients. There's a high probability that the proceeds from the sale of your practice will be a significant piece of your upcoming retirement. There will often be an emotional value to the sale regardless of the monetary value. Take a slow approach to change. This is especially important when the seller leaves post-sale and doesn't stay on for the transition. Take time to understand existing systems and processes before you decide to make changes. Your patients may go through some anxiety with losing their trusted dentist, so it's important to maintain familiar faces and practices in the office. A true transition period with both doctors working can make or break a transition. It's beneficial to everyone involved and helps curtail confusion you may have about the environment and philosophy. Do your own due diligence. If there is a broker involved in selling the practice, he or she will have done the proper due diligence to represent the seller. Take it one step further. Hire a consultant who will spend time in the practice to analyze the staff, the systems, and perform a complete chart audit patient count. Hiring consultants may be a great idea not only during the due diligence period, but also during the post-sale transition. Consultants can advise you on hiring and firing, as well as how to customize, establish, and maintain your systems without rocking the boat too much. The thoughts and suggestions are from the perspective of a lender with more than 20 years of experience in dental practice financing, and that's seen the successes and challenges associated with acquiring a practice, especially post-transition. TDA Perks program-endorsed Bank of America Practice Solutions understands the dental industry and offers expert guidance, personal attention, and real solutions when you need financing for your practice. Association members receive a 50% reduction in loan administration fees. To learn more about Bank of America Practice Solutions, visit tdaperks.com and go to Programs, Practice Loans, or speak with a Practice Specialist at 800 497 6076 and mention TDA member code INA0107A Bank of America North America provides informational materials for your discussion or review purposes only. Consult your financial, legal and accounting advisors as neither Bank of America, its affiliates nor their employees provide legal, accounting and tax advice. Meet you here next time. Music provided by betterwithmusic.com